you may be well aware that there are two types of canning. There's water bathing and there's pressure canning. And today we're going to break that down. Well, actually, we're just going to talk about water bath canning right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. All right, everybody, as you may know, we are a listener-supported show, so check us out on Patreon, where you can sign up to get extra podcasts, all that stuff. If you sign up for a year in advance, you get 10% off, and we are also working on a big announcement coming very soon, so be sure to be available for that. You can get t-shirts from Teespring, and you can check out our Amazon list, where we have all of our canning supplies and stuff on there, a little part of the proceeds go to us at no extra cost to you and help to keep this show alive. Okay. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we're going to break down canning into two sections because we know that there are people that are very passionate about water bathing and we know that there are people very passionate about pressure canning and we also know that there are people that may want to do either one. So, we're just going to call it even and break it down. <laughs> Sound good to you? Well, of course it sounds good to me. Excellente. So we have an excerpt to read. Should we read it now or should we read it in the next one? No, go ahead and read it now. Yeah, this one's long too. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's from our friends at the National Center for Home Food Preservation. I'm having that in my dreams from you mm-hmm. know, from doing this series. But And I use them all throughout like this time of year. I'm always going there and checking. Yeah. For recipes um, and and all of the sort. But go on. And tips and stuff like that. So canning. Canning is a process in which foods are placed in jars or cans and heated to a temperature that destroys microorganisms and inactivates enzymes. This heating and later cooling forms a vacuum seal. The vacuum seal prevents other microorganisms from recontaminating the food within the jar or can. Canning is the newest of the food preservation's method being pioneered in the 1790s when a French confectioner, Nicholas Appert, I think that's how you say it, discovered that the application of heat to food in sealed glass bottles preserved the food from deterioration. He theorized, if it works for wine, why not foods? In about 1806, Appert's principles were successfully trialed by the French Navy on a wide range of foods, including meat, vegetables, fruit, and even milk. Based on his methods, Englishman Peter Durand used 10 cans in 1810. Appert had found that uh, a new and successful method to preserve foods, but... He did not fully understand it. It was thought that the exclusion of air was responsible for the preservations, and it was not until 1864 when Louis Pasteur discovered the relationship between microorganisms and food spoilage illness did it become clearer. Just prior to Pasteur's discovery, Raymond, I don't even know this, and Appert patented the pressure retort, or the canner. In 1851, to can at temperatures higher than 212 degrees Fahrenheit. However, not until the 1920s was the significance of this method known in relation to Clostridium botulinum. 
botulism. So there's a whole lot there, but it's 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 crazy that it took from the 1790s until the 1920s to get to where we are today. Basically, wasn't the Great Depression? Great Depression didn't it start in 21. Um, somewhere in there in the 20s. Let's just call mm-hmm. it that. And then just before that, you had the Spanish flu pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we are all familiar with all yeah. that business. So yeah, water bathing is basically just like it sounds. You can in a bath of water versus pressure canning is using a pressure canner. So you can use a, a giant pot for water bathing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, a lot of substitutions. Yeah. Oh, I was way off. Nineteen twenty nine through nineteen thirty nine. I was Great right Depression. on the mark. I said nineteen twenties. I was good. I had a ten year spread on that baby. <laughs> <laughs> So you do a yeah, lot of water bathing, don't you? Yeah, almost ex- almost exclusively. Uh huh. Some we changes, changes in my kitchen. What's going on? We'll talk on? about that next week, though. You have to wait until next week. Spoiler alert. Oh. <laughs> but no, it's interesting because I, you know, water bathing is where I started canning. Mm-hmm. As did you. Yeah. As do you, and I think a lot of people start that way because it is generally an easier way to can. Easier way, I mean, like you said, you really just need a big pot. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even necessarily need one that is designed for water bath canning, which basically is it has a rack. Yeah. Right. You know, so I know a bunch of people put material like a dish towel or something in the bottom. And the whole idea with that rack is just to prevent the jars from you know sitting and settling on the bat uh, the bottom of the pot as the pressure begins as the water begins to boil and so on um so all of that said it's definitely easier it's um in my mind even steel it's something that like it's either gonna work or it's not you know and you'll you'll be able to see it pretty quickly yeah you know So, and there are a bunch of recipes, even now, although some things have been ruled out over the years as far as what's safe to water bath can versus what's needed to pressure can. There's still a bunch of things you can do, which also ties into our pickling episode last week. Yeah, it definitely does. It it feeds right into it. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't listened to that one, you should, because the whole idea behind when you can water bath and when you can pressure can is the amount of acid in the food. Mm-hmm. And so one way that you can add acid is by adding vinegar to it, you know, um, and, but see the problem or lemon or mm-hmm. lemon. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I like to can my jalapenos and I water bath them. I'm not going to add a cup of lemon juice to my jalapenos. So I add mm-hmm. vinegar, but then you get that flavor change. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then yeah. some of them can be a lot longer time frame to can vers- in the water bath method if you can even can it. So mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. limited in that aspect as well. Hmm. Okay. I've not compared many recipes like from one same recipe or same product from one method to another to compare the timing. But I trust what you're saying. Well... You know, I like to can tomatoes. I like to pressure can my tomatoes. And you can water bath tomatoes too. But if I pressure can them, um, I remember I was looking in my manual and it was like 20 minutes to pressure can them. Or how long is it to water bath them? Because I know you've done it. 
Did you hear me? You were frozen. No, you were. I lost you at pressure can at 20 minutes. And then how long is it f- to pressure can tomato or oh, to water know, top bath? Of my head, something like 40 minutes yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like 40, 50 minutes to water bath tomatoes. So there's a big difference in how long it takes. And so there's, you know, that's one of the benefits to it. But, um, but to, to be fair, to note, there is a lot more watching to do with pressure canning. That was my next statement. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I took it out of your mouth there. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's exactly right. But you can just leave it in the water and walk away, basically, and then come mm-hmm. back. So there's that. Now, I don't use a specific uh, water bath canning pot. I just have a really big stock pot i think i bought it mm-hmm. for like 10 bucks at like some discount store and i've been using it for the better part of a decade and i've never all, had anything break which is all that's all the water bath is like the canner is it's just a really big stock pot yeah um designed to hold like x number i don't know typically you know like the smallest size i think it's like 21 quarts or something um meaning how much water it could hold yeah. but I don't know, maybe like six quart jars or something, seven quart jars. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's the um, they're the little methods of, OK, once it starts to boil, that's when your timing starts. Right. Once you've gone through the process. And that's the thing like I try to do from the couch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, how, how long does this thing take to come up to a boil? How many times do I have to come in here and check? You know, then when I come back and it's boiling, I'm like, it's probably been boiling two minutes. You know, yeah. let me add a number X number of minutes to my recipe <laughs> to my timer. Well, you saw that picture I posted uh, last year, maybe where I was sitting on the couch with binoculars. Uh-huh, and uh-huh, I was looking yeah. at it from my couch because, I mean, it does get tiring at some point to have to come back constantly and keep checking on, you know, if it's boiling, if the pressure's holding, whichever method you're using. Yeah. Unless you're um, already working in the kitchen, you know, um, which, you know, obviously, as I was doing some I was canning one set of things and then I was making some refrigerator pickles. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is a great use because it's such a short process while I'm waiting for this to come up, you know, to a boil. Right. Go ahead and do that, you know. Now, what do you like to water bath can? I think I'm still stuck with tomatoes. Um, I unfortunately like for tomatoes because the size jars or the number of jars I have I don't have to you know it doesn't matter how many you know there's some requirements as it relates to pressure canning like the minimum number for water bath I can make a lot of small batch stuff Um, I do like pickled peppers however we've talked about this I think it was last week where I just um, it what is it most times a 50 50 50 percent water 50 percent um, vinegar mm-hmm. and maybe that's why I'm getting it wrong. I don't know. I'll have to look at the recipe, but anyway, it's just too vinegary for my tastes. And I found that depending on what, um, your recipe is, sometimes the peppers are just far too soft for my liking. Um, so I definitely have done like some, um, some fruits, which I think I, I, I'm a fan of. I haven't looked to see if there's a, a way or a reason to do those for pressure canning. I've moved away, as I alluded to just a minute ago, um, from the pickles, which is one of my first things I ever water bath canned, just because I like a crunchier pickle. Mm-hmm. And the refrigerator pickles that I am 
that I'm making now. They get me to like if if I get a, a few jars, they get me to maybe February or something. If bad. I ration out the pickles, and the only issue is, and it's one of the reasons why we talk about these different methods of food preservation. It's just it takes up storage space in the refrigerator. It does, know? and it doesn't last as long. No, no, not. I mean, I still have pickles from last year that are sitting on the shelf compared to I wouldn't if I would have made pickles this time last year and had them in the refrigerator. I'd probably be sniffing it before I eat it. (laughs) Well, and that leads me to make the uh, PSA announcement that you can't tell if something has if you have botulism or something like that inside of something you've canned by sight, Mm -hmm. texture or smell okay there's I mean you can definitely say hey this is rotten if it smells or something mm-hmm. but you can't do and use any one of those to see if it's got bacteria growing in it mm-hmm. because you can very well seal something tight and still have that in there and that's where um, I did the pressure canning tomatoes video and I said in that video I was like look I use every single time I break out the manual that came with my pressure canner mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. read those directions every single time. Because if you follow the steps in order and you do it like you're supposed to and you get the time right, you're going to be good. And in that manual, it also tells you how to water bath can. So, you know. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things because even before that, I was listening to a video and someone was talking about preserving food. And they casually said, you know, just don't use and they these are all through the recipes, all through the books, you know, don't use um, food that's on its way to be spoiled, you know, like don't use preserving food in this way, you know, whether it's water bath canning or pressure canning as a way to salvage food that's about to go bad. Yeah. Right. You know, so you're starting with needing a quality product. Right. And the benefit is most of what we're talking about is coming out of your garden. So, you I mean, you, you know what when a pepper has gone bad, you know, when a tomato has gone bad or and it's on its way to going bad. So you want to use the most fresh produce. Um, we talked a couple of episodes ago about kind of, you know, you bring tomatoes in. It's a few days later and there's some mold set. I'm done with the whole tomato altogether. Yeah. You know, like I'll cut like some bad spots off of a tomato from something in the garden, right? But if there's mold on the top, you know, through a crack, which is most times how it happens and it's been sitting in my warm house, then I'm just tossing the whole thing because you just don't know how far that mold is seeped down, if you will. Well, what That's it, just even eating it. I don't even eat those, let alone yeah. preserving it. Well, because I mean, what happens is even though you cut away the mold, you still have those mold spores within it. Mm-hmm. And then when you add that heat you exasperate it inside Mm -hmm. of that tomato or whatever you're using Mm -hmm. so um i I do the same thing like i like to uh water bath my jalapenos that's like my number one thing that and jams and jellies yeah um and not not jellies excuse me i only do jams apparently learned that (laughs) in the last episode or two so um but you know those are the big things and i have a, a small, I have a handful of peppers right now. I could probably get a small can's worth out of them, but they're, I mean, they are walking a fine line <laughs> between safe and not safe. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I fear, and what's going to happen is I'm going to go and I'm going to cut them up to can them in a couple of days. And as I do that, I'm going to be very vigilant 
into what's going on mm-hmm. inside of that pepper. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. I see any discoloration whatsoever, even if I don't know what it is, I'm not going to can it. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. It's actually an excellent point. Two things. Um, the candy jalapenos is probably my number two. Okay. Water bath canning. Um, then second thing is um, for some things like, you know, peppers in particular, some recipes, you know, I've canned whole peppers, like whole jalapeno peppers. And for something that is like not firm, not freshly harvested and not firm, you know, it's a great idea to cut that piece of fruit, that vegetable open. Right. Right. You know, and so maybe you just have jalapeno halves yeah. to make sure that that inside, because I mean, you you and I both of I me mean, with anything, you've cut it open. You're like, oh, that's not what that supposed to look like yeah you know and if you can't see inside of it you're not going to know and if it's going into your you know pot for canning i mean again it goes back to the you still later won't be able to see it likely that there's some problem with it so right and i think of the two methods of canning my personal feeling is water bath canning is actually easier to get to do incorrectly Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. I was just reading, I was just, I was looking up the effects of botulism, which I'm going to tell you in a second, but then I was reading like, um, it's on the CDC website, which, you know, they've earned their paychecks the past couple of years. We're all familiar with them. And they say that to protect yourself and others from botulism, always use proper canning techniques. If you mm-hmm. doubt whether food was canned properly or not, throw it out. When in doubt, toss it out, throw out any canned food with signs of contamination and never taste it to see if it's safe. <laughs> and it says botulism mm-hmm. is an emergency. Mm-hmm. Seek medical help immediately if you have the symptoms. So even if you just taste it, the toxin can be deadly. Mm. And so botulism, um, some of the effects of it, it can cause difficulty breathing, muscle paralysis, and even death. And a lot of times the muscle paralysis will occur in the face first. Um, and then it just goes into you know, improperly can preserve foods, cause the right mm-hmm. condition for it. So when we're it's food poisoning in plain terms, well, it's worse know. than food poisoning. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, you know, I always thought it was food poisoning too, but I've, like I've had food poisoning before. I think I have, I didn't get, you know, muscles well, and all that stuff. So every, there are degrees to everything. It's yeah. like, if you have, yeah. <laughs> and I believe this would be the worst of the worst. Yeah, but yeah. I would say like if you said so when you're water bathing, what is it? You have to have an inch above the can mm-hmm. of water. Yeah. Right. It has to be so boiling. Things like, you know, so things that are key, like, you know, and obviously we're encouraging you to read and research as you're water bath canning. But things like head space in the jar, things like the amount of water, which you're referring to is an inch of water above the tallest jar Uh, these are all folding into safe food practices right Right. you know so water as this thing is like it's a rocking and rolling boil once you really get to the point of like your your water bath canning now your timer has started you know you don't want to shortchange that water because guess what's going to happen some of that water is going to evaporate you know you're boiling it out basically um and so that is one of the things that I can see shortcuts being taken. So I can see your point when you talk about, you know, being done improperly. Um, one of the things that I always find odd is that moment of take your cans, your jars out, no matter if it's pressure canning or water bath. And then you want to allow the ceiling to 
uh, complete. Yeah. And so their general recommendation, it's like the cable people, 12 to 14 hours or yep. 12 to 24 hours. And it's like, guess what ends up happening on, even if you wait 12 hours, like if something's been sitting on my counter and is not sealed properly, so it's not preserved, then that's it. I'm done. Like you see things like, okay, you can reprocess it. No, it's been, it's been sitting out in the open. Oh, I reprocess. too many hours. I've done that yeah, before. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Maybe something vinegar based because there is something about the vinegar, you know, but you're, you're basically your food is like unrefrigerated for that time period. Yeah, I don't have I've I've done that a lot of times. Um, mm. It's like a, the seal. And we're going to get to that in the next episode, the sealing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the reason why we split it up is because there's so much to it that we can cover both like different things in each episode that will help each one. But I've definitely reprocessed like green beans and stuff like that mm-hmm. with no acid in it. And it hasn't been an issue. Now, I wouldn't wait. You're still, su- you're still alive to tell the story. huh? I'm still I've never even gotten sick. But I will. Mm. You know, I do want to get into that a little bit more in the next episode. Um, but what I was going to say about water bathing specific, it was like we alluded to earlier. It's like, is it boiling yet? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and set the timer for like two minutes longer because I'm pretty sure it was. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you say boiling, it, I want to reiterate, it is a rolling boil. Yeah. You know, it's not like you rolling. see a little bit of bubbles coming up. Because, I mean, let's be honest. When them little bitty bubbles are coming up, you can stick your hand in there and grab that can if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when yeah. it's a rolling boil, you don't simmer. even want to think yeah. about it. But I mean, and it, if it says can it for, we're just going to use a, a simple number, 20 minutes and go 25 minutes. Who cares? Go a little bit longer. Mm, be safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, these are the things like when we talk about this, I'm sure it makes some people that haven't preserved food nervous, but it's no different than if you went to a factory where they did the green beans that you buy at the store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's all the same business. So, well, I mean, it's, it's. I do what the rationale that I use is probably hundreds of thousands of people, you know, across the world right now are somewhere canning something and they aren't working in a factory. You know, it's not for mass production. And so I believe in myself and my ability to read directions, to follow them. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean I'm not nervous about it, but it's there's not a what's the worst could happen scenario because there are some obviously some bad things that could happen. But like believe in your ability to be able to get this done. Um, as I love to say, don't get cocky with it. I have to say that to myself sometimes. Don't get cocky with it. You know, yeah. pull out the recipe again. You know, third year making tomato sauce. I'm still like, okay, all right. Because you think about it, especially for many of us, and I know we're running a little bit long. Um, you're only doing this for a window of time, most of us. It's not like this is a, a weekly task. Exactly. You know? You're not coming back every week and be like, all right, it's January 1st and I'm going to can X, Y, and Z. Like, you could do that if you went to the grocery store, but most of our gardens are not producing. So mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, and that's the thing is you don't get, like, I mean, I've been canning, like I said, for the better part of a decade. I can't even begin to tell you how long to can my green beans for. <laughs> I can estimate, but I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, I do it so infrequently. And because I do yeah. generally, you know, I'll do multiple smaller batches, but I only can them like four or five times a year. Yeah. For that, each one is different. So yeah, there's I, a beauty in that too, though. There is. You know. And yeah. I, I, I want to give the people who found out how long it takes to can a certain vegetable a huge shout out. My hat's off to you for figuring that out. Think about how um, much testing that, that took. <laughs> I don't want to even want to know what they tested on, but let's just yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's, it's just, you know, 
it's one of those things. But when you're water bathing, and I, I would imagine most people are starting, if they're starting their per- food preservation journey, as far as canning, you're going to start with water bathing. Bathing. If I say bathing one more time, I'm going to freak out. Um, be careful and just follow the directions and don't let botulism is my face paralyzed and all that stuff freak you out. I think it's just work through it. Follow the directions. Be diligent in what you do because this is a diligent process. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not something that we can just sit down and go to. Okay. You good? I'm with you. Well, we're going to be back next week with pressure canning and it'll kind of carry on from this conversation. So even if you don't care about it, still come check it out because we're going to still be talking about more safety stuff and um, help support the show. And until next time. See ya. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. If you guys want some Backyard Gardens gear, go to the link below and check out our t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses, and other gear. All purchases go towards helping to support the show, so thank you so much in advance, and we hope you enjoy. We want everybody to have a garden, and we're going to give you a chance to win free seeds every month. Head over to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address to be entered in all of our giveaways. Good luck! We want you to be a part of our gardening community. DM us a picture of your garden at Backyard Gardens TV on Instagram, and we will share it with our listeners.